Film on the Rocks has been a Colorado staple in the summertime for as long as I have been alive. Ever since I was a wee lad, they have been doing Film on the Rocks. And right this year, they have a really cool thing going on. You can come to Red Rocks and watch their movie series. They got movies coming on, uh, every a uh, new movie every single week. I know Top Gun is coming up here next week, July 20th. That'll be a good one to see out there. Um, and you could watch it at Red Rocks outside. You get you know your blanket, your pillows, whatever. You bring the whole family out there and watch it. Or you, they're doing a screening where you can do it like a drive-in movie theater where you can stay in your car, pack your car full, bring as many people as you want in there. You guys know what it was like back in the 50s and 60s. It was a lot of fun. Film on the Rocks, guys. You want to check it out. $16 general admission or $32 for VIP. You can go to denverfilm.org for all of the details for each viewing. got a throwback BSN shirt going on. What is up, everybody? And welcome into the DNVR Nuggets podcast, Hump Day Edition. Hump Hump Day? day? What day is it? it? (laughs) Guess what day it is. The real ones know that's the greatest tweet of all time. (laughs) Still the greatest tweet. Uh, If you know, you know. Uh, Welcome in, everybody. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR. Number one. My personal favorite. I Google top-rated It really is, man. I have actually seen some of these other apps. So so lame. Dude, I tried to use the bottom-ranked sports app. Oh. Oh, the worst one. Did you really use the bottom? Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> um, but you guys wanted to, you guys, obviously, if you haven't signed up already, they got all those great deals. We'll tell you about them later on in the show. We have a, a I've enjoyed, I'm telling you guys, I, I said this the other day, but I'm in full draft mode now. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really into it now. And we got a guy tonight, not to spoil it. None of these guys I know until like the day before when it was like, okay, who are we doing tomorrow? Start doing the research. Big fan, Zaire Williams. We're going to be talking about him. Very, very interesting prospect. Um, really, a guy, another one of these guys that some of these guys we're doing, it's like, ah, they're probably going earlier or probably going way later. I don't know. Zyra Williams, a guy that I think is going to be in that mid 20s, late 20s uh, zone. So, a very realistic, I think, option for Denver to take at that spot. And then later, as we always do on Wednesdays, guys, we're going to snake draft superpowers. We're going to snake draft superpowers. Eric is so excited about yeah, it. It's yeah, his yeah. idea. It was to, his idea. Stay, stay to the end so you can see this show bottom out. <laughs> the, this, this bonus podcast is one for the ages. <laughs> Um, but first, our top story tonight. Brendan Vote is back. Let's oh, go. What the heck? I missed you. Yeah. Dude, how did we miss you, man? I mean, how did we start with it but still bury the lead? Brendan's back. <laughs> well, because I had to tease the other stuff. Otherwise, it no, I know, but I'm saying, no, I realize. I'm just saying, like, I, w- I just want I want to pull back the curtain, let everyone know how easily we slide back into things here. Just the group chemistry. I was here for ten seconds. Adam made a joke about my personal appearance, and I got offended. So like, I know, it, yeah, I, I saw it in your eyes, but I actually felt really bad. Yeah, I was, I was so like, disappointed. I thought you were gonna say, "Wow, you look really tan," and you said. <laughs> You said, I thought you'd look more tan, and I, I just can't win. I think I look more tan than you, and I'm... Uh, <laughs> Eric's being a bully now. It's Eric. <laughs> I mean, it's look Eric's at this. I'm, 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 A, I'm number one, an Englishman, and number two, work on a computer all the time. What the I age? think your <laughs> color in your arm comes from the hair on your arm, Eric. I don't know that you're necessarily more tan. Well, let's look. Let's compare hands. It's <laughs> a very hairy arm you got there. It's good to be back uh, there, fellas. No, but seriously, like, you know, I, I, I have... You know, friends and family members who they like, go on vacation and like dread. They get the what is it? The Monday scare, Sunday scaries, where Sunday you get scaries. scared of Monday. I saw a look in your eye that you had the Sunday scaries oh, on a Wednesday because you were back at work, and it really made me sad. Just Aww. like instant flood of anxiety and insecurity yeah, exactly. that I hadn't recognized in a week. Didn't wasn't a fan of that. But anyway, in all sincerity, <laughs> we really are excited for you to be back. Tell us about your trip. Oh man, it was awesome. I went to. Uh, well, I don't know. Have you, got, have, you, have you heard of Hawaii, Eric? Hawaii? I've been to Hawaii. Oh, you have? You've been to Hawaii? I'm 40 fucking two years old. I've been oh, to like a lot of places. Every 40-year-old has been to Hawaii. I've had a lot of life going on. Why you are you surprised by it? You've lived a very uh, full life. By the way, this was a real Hawaii. We once joked when I was out with COVID that you sent me on a all-expenses-paid <laughs> trip to Hawaii. This time, I really did go. I had a great time. Anniversary trip with Michelle. Um, we did a lot, man. Zip lining, hiking. Tried to get on a surfboard. Didn't work out. Um, it's harder than it looks huh? it is and i'm not coordinated was it a foam board you were on or like an actual surfboard an actual surfboard. yeah because the foam board i've done the foam board before and like i could get up on that in the little waves or whatever but you get on the regular ones like i don't even know what the point of the foam board one was i got i mastered that only to have it zero percent translate to the real board yeah quickly one time i went to mexico another place i've been oh wow nice everywhere and um i I was cancun i love cancun it's my favorite um it was nothing to do with the nba season anyway uh it was during a hurricane 
They didn't. Get the, <laughs> That's unfortunate. They didn't get the, but they don't get the winds there because it was sheltered. Perhaps it was Puerto Vallarta. I can't remember. Anyway, I was boogie boarding, and the waves were so violent that I went directly into the sand. I messed up my back. Oh, man. <laughs> what a totally to like story here. Uh, no, it was cool, though, man. Things were just sort of waking back up, the tourism mechanism there. It's been obviously a weird year. But it was really, to me, it was like, a, oh, yeah, back out there living life. Um, and you know what? A sign of a good vacation, I'm ready to be back at work. Re-energized. Oh. I'm ready to go. Hell, yeah, man. I thought about you, honestly, every time I was like, just waiting in line for something or putting gas in my car, just doing my normal when everyday whenever stuff. Whenever your thoughts like, drift off. I wonder what Vote's doing. Probably happy and peaceful. You think, I, yeah, I wonder I, if Vote's filling up his car right now. <laughs> at all times, I was drinking a Mai Tai. So that was a yeah, I believe that part, too. Um, guys, tonight, game four of the NBA Finals. I can't believe they gave the three days off in between game three and four. I kind of feel like that was a weird schedule choice. It was the All-Star game. Yeah. MLB oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. But usually you would do that with a little bit of travel in between. And, you know, two days ago when the Bucks won game three, I'm such a wishy-washy analyst on this, but when it's other teams I'm not, like, you know, really invested in. But, you know, I've had Suns in five, and I still, I still stand by that. I think Suns get it done tonight. But watching game three, man, and Giannis and the way he played and, you know, even Drew Holiday, you know, I, I told you the other day I was rooting for the Bucks, and I was starting to feel the Bucks. I was like, you know what? This is replicable. What they did here, Giannis is doing it every single night. But three days off, I almost wondered, did that kill momentum? Because I feel like <laughs> the last time they played was so long ago. Uh, to me, it's, it's all about the home court. It's, okay. about, it's about comfort level. It's about uh, Suns feeling uncomfortable. Uh, Bucks feeling comfortable right. again, like what you're talking about the the uh, what Giannis does, Giannis can always do. Yeah, and you know, like the issue with the Suns last time is that Devin Booker made like two shots out of forty or whatever. Right, right. right. Um, but you're, I mean, you're right. I don't know. P- potentially, the time off allows the Suns to find their groove again. I, I, I mean, I really see this entire series going seven. You made um, such a bet, didn't you? I did. I, I made a bet. Bucks and seven. I wonder if it's uh, more about rhythm too, right? Like yeah. uh, Malone said, Jokic prefers to play every other day. Right. And look, I mean, these guys are pros. They'll adjust whatever. But I would wonder if that throws them off more than than momentum, which like, I think is a real thing. But you know, also, if Phoenix comes out and has a great first quarter, that whole thing's a wash anyway. So, what, uh, Who are you rooting for, Vote? Where's your heart? Um. Yeah, like you, I've changed a lot on that as well. I think I'm, I think I'm on the Bucks train, yeah. uh, which I argued for it, it successfully. Shout out Judge D line, um, <laughs> just too many rootable guys, I, and and that's what it comes down to. Also, I I don't want to belabor the point because we've done it on this pod, but I'm like the Chris Paul. Yeah. My love for Chris Paul just peters out. Every single time I watch Chris Paul, I, it's like three days are off, and I'm kind of like, well, whatever. If he gets one, it's fine. By second quarter night, I'm be like, I hope he. So annoying. Oh, this, bearing the lead, actually, the real top story oh, no. tonight. Last night in my rec league basketball game, oh, yeah. full of 40 year old men, Finally. such as myself, <laughs> some a hole successfully pulled off the Trey Young shot fake, jump three feet forward, and draw a foul. I couldn't, I, I honestly almost quit basketball. I almost retired. The, I was that upset. Or an act, like a ref called that? The foul? ref called it too. It's a ref I've known for 20 years. I couldn't believe I had to. We went outside the parking lot after as friends, but I went outside the parking lot and I had to argue about that. I was like, we cannot start allowing this in our recreational leagues. You can just a, imagine Adam. Oh, you absolutely <laughs> can imagine. It was exactly like you picture. I've never seen it. I've never really seen it attempted, to be honest, but I really have never seen it called. Like this was this was a full on three, four feet of space jumped forward into a defender. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So, well, listen, I mean. This is what the refs don't get. Think of both the children and the 40-year-old men. So like, true. You're, infe- you're infecting the whole community. Really, everybody, man. I know. will never be the same. Yeah, you got yeah, it's, it's true. You have to, but also, just the game. Just respect let, the game. Just respect, respect the game, the game. I couldn't believe it, man. I was, so, I, I was so offended by this. And so you're right. Chris Paul has to lose. You're obviously a Bucks. You're oh, a Bucks. big time Bucks. Well, I, I, have, I picked the Bucks early. I picked the Bucks a yeah. couple of rounds ago. And um, I don't know how much of it has to do with the fact that I'm just still very salty about how the Nuggets uh, series went. But I also just, uh, I don't know. I just I just have this long-held belief that when things get tough, jump, jump shots don't fall. And I just have a hard time steering away from that. It, I watched it happen in the last series with the Bucks, yeah, um, and I don't I know. This, I mean, like boomer anti-shooting. It, brand. No, no, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's, it's not anti-shooter. It's not anti-shooter. It's just like I just see it. I, I see one thing that works 
all the time. And another thing that like when it hits, it's like unstoppable, but it like is so temperamental. And when it doesn't work, it like it just it looks so bad. I think it comes down to there's few players for me more likable than Giannis and you just watch him and he's playing so great and you see like it was so painful not to belabor this where we talk about other analysts all the time it's one of the things we do a lot but <laughs> like when you see him dominate in games one and two and people come out and are like when he's good he doesn't make his teammates better and you're like oh my god what are we doing here this is so annoying you know that's why he's the Robin or whatever like it just it pushes me even further right. into all of, all of the little things people say about uh, about him and now you're like man if he just dominates and scores 40 every single night like nobody's ever done um, I'm here for that it's also like even if this is the year he gets it done right we're asterisk however you want to look at it the planets align who cares like it's so hard to get it done he's good enough he's in this position and you just want him to do they so. also have injuries though i mean uh, i know it's a little one but DiVincenzo is like a you know that's a he would have played and had an impact in the series so yeah a hundred percent so yeah I, i'm definitely rooting for him i just how could you honestly as a fan of sport i think Giannis is objectively likable and getting behind him should uh -huh. be something everyone should be in so. well not accurate according to like 90 percent of the analysts on espn for uh, look, whatever reason <laughs> i think i think aesthetically and like especially in crunch time he can be a frustrating watch the yeah. deficiencies are real as as transcendent as he is but who he is what he represents how he got from point A to point B in his career and how quickly he did it and the way he insists on carrying himself along the way at a certain point, it's like, well, what's left of the checkbox, right, for superstars that we ask for every it's day? So true. Like, and this is like, I mean, as much as we hate like narrative-driven basketball, that it, where you choose the narrative first and then backfill right, it with whatever happens. Yeah. Like, I'm totally doing that with Giannis. <laughs> I totally. I just want this to work out. Like, I want the small market guy yeah. to win. I want the, uh, you know, like I want justice. I want. Uh, you know, the, I just want the big markets to falter. Not that Phoenix is a big market, obviously, but like, um, I just love, I just love the, the whole idea of everything that's involved in it. And I, you know, and honestly, I can just see a path for it. But again, I, I, I am very clouded when it comes to this entire thing. Plus, <laughs> plus, with the Suns, we got this whole thing where they, they won't stop fighting each other. And Man, this keeps fans. happening. Did you see the latest? Yes. yes, and I remember they were each other, right? Yes. Yeah. They've, they've turned now to infighting. <laughs> we, we touched on this a few weeks ago. Like at first, it look. Getting sucker course, punched, defending yourself. None of us are that like gonna get on a soapbox about that. But the way it was embraced, yeah, publicized, yeah. put on a pedestal, and then the same team has to tweet out, "All right, pl all right please stop punching. <laughs> We're sorry about that. Please stop fighting yeah, each other." We yeah. really regret that we encouraged this. <laughs> yeah. That's a backfiring. That's so funny. Oh, that's so rough. Uh, yeah, Giannis, man. The other thing about Giannis that I like, he I think perfectly handles his open weaknesses. Right, like his flea show shooting hasn't been great, this or that. But one of the things I like about him, like everybody now, the crowds all chant it, this or that. Like he, unlike a Ben Simmons or some of these guys that won't shoot because they're right. afraid, you're like, Giannis seems to understand that I just have to do this. It's like a thing I have to do. Like I'm great at basketball, I suck at free throws, but I just step to the line. And you could see, like, sometimes he goes up and misses, but he approaches him the exact <laughs> same every single way. Now, there's some, like, you can almost appreciate about. It's like a fighter that like keeps getting knocked down. It's like I just have to keep getting back up because I know eventually it'll work out. Yeah, like he's Rocky. I, I yeah. hate this, but I have no choice but to respect it. I honestly think I feel like uh, purely anecdotal. I'm sure I'll look at the stats and I'll prove this wrong, but it seems like when they start counting, it like helps him. Like he gets in more into his rhythm. Like it's like sort of is, has it has it affected him? I think because they count fast. Well, like, they count like but one it's also Mississippi, like, two Mississippi. They're like one, two. Three. Well, they it's do. Like, they get to ten by seven. They seconds. do, but it, to me, it becomes then part of the routine. It's like a metronome. Did you guys see I the video? Like, you feel the same way? Post, post countdown, yeah. But you know, the, the funny thing is, is so like Giannis likes to catch his. He has a routine. And the problem is, his routine really is twelve seconds. And one of the ways he gets out of this is he starts his routine before he gets the ball. Yeah. But refs like will sometimes pass him the ball early, and there was a video of it the other day where he catches it and he looks at the ref and he's like, "Bro." <laughs> and then he and it was kind of funny to me he's like yeah like he's so into that routine it, it kind of cracks me up i just love that no one ever thought this rule was ever going to rear its head even the person who's who thought oh, of i know it, let's yeah. put this down in the room just in case just yeah. in case nba finals major talking point <laughs> um west Unsell jr and nuggets news here west Unsell jr now finds himself in a three-way tie for the the job or, or there's three finalists it was darvin ham also former denver nuggets assistant oh, look so at we us. really have a little connection there i can't remember who the third name was was it uh charles lee don't really know buck's assistant charles lee is also emerged as a finalist so darvin ham was unsettled i gotta i gotta say I, i'm i have no in on this like i don't I, i'm just reading the rep same reports as everybody 
I'm not really poking around either on this. I feel like Wes Unseld now, this is the second year in a row where it's been like, Wes Unseld is the leading candidate. Yeah. And then a week later, it's one of three finalists yeah. and then doesn't end up getting it. And you're like, man, what's going on here? This is the Brian Shaw thing. Brian Shaw was the, like, the leading candidate for a bunch of jobs, a bunch yeah. of jobs. And then he finally got the Denver job. And I was like, yes, a steal. And then I was like, oh, man, we got duped. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's also weird because it's Washington, right, where you'd think... The, the you'd go. Of, yeah, just gets them over the hump, right? If if there's sort of if there's any sort of tiebreaker there. Um so yeah, it's it's a kind of I was bummed to see that because I'm really rooting for him to get this gig. I am too, man. It's weird to me that I, I this I know. is the exact same thing I I felt too is like when I've seen these come out I'm like, man, when I saw Mosley got the Orlando job, it's kind of like, ah, damn, man. Like and not cuz I want to get rid of West, just cuz I'm rooting for the guy. So, right, right. Um just kind of interesting there. All right, we have a fan vote to get to. Oh, wow. Dude, man, this was a really, really fun one. I went to Washington Park with uh, Aaron Patterson, the producer, who, by the way, shoots, edits, produces these things. He's great. Uh, and I, I met some folks, and I asked them some very, very important highbrow questions. And I think that's enough of a tease. So let's. <laughs> and, and, and to be clear, Adam and I also seeing this for the first time. So, <laughs> yeah, of course. When, when you come back and you see our faces, that's our real reaction. <laughs> that's our real reaction. Can't wait for this. Don't get us fired, vote. <laughs> What's up, guys? This is Brendan Vogt. I'm out here at Washington Park, ready to meet some strangers, harass some strangers. Uh, look, another week has passed. I've got another list of questions here, you know, from Faku to Jokic to geese to fighting. Uh, I've got a long list of questions. I'm curious. And these strangers who have yet to meet me, hopefully they have the answers. Let's do this. All right, guys, I'm standing here in nature with nature. That's your name, correct? Yes, sir. Love that name. Uh, you just told us an interesting fun fact about you with regard to the Denver Nuggets. Can you elaborate? Um, on July 13th, they're, hoping, they're holding an uh, open tryout for 200 registrators. Um, three people get to make the camp if they qualify. And point guard position. Are you better than Jokic? My man, my man. My man, my man. Are you a Nuggets fan? All right, we'll find someone else. All right, I'm here with Mike. Who, uh, Mike, you're not a Nuggets fan, are you? You're a Warriors fan? Dubs all day. Dubs all day. All right, we're going to cut this guy. We're going to cut this guy out. <laughs> Just cut him out. Would you rather that every food tastes like a hot dog for the rest of your life or that every drink tastes like pickle juice? Oh, pickle juice. He's into the pickle juice. Have you taken pickle shots? Have I taken pickle shots? No. Now, you guys are into some weird shit in the Bay, man. Yeah. All right, I'm standing here with Zach, who is not a Nuggets fan. Zach, what's your favorite basketball team? Uh, the Utah Jazz. Boo. <laughs> um, listen, I got to ask you a very important would you rather. Would you rather build your basketball team around Rudy Gobert or Nikola Jokic? Gobert. Oh, Zach. I know you don't mean that. I know you don't, but you're a good fan. Thank you so much for your help. I appreciate you, bro. All right, come back. Come back. Okay, we're on the move. I've got a quick would you rather. Would you rather fight a goose or raise one as a pet for the rest of its life? Raise one as a pet for the rest of its life. That's good. A lot of people are here. They're, they're violent answers. It's so nice. Oh, that one's too easy. I'll just I'll just fight the goose. A little dark. Yeah. He's been wanting to fight you. A little dark, a little dark, but... Like the babies and they hiss at you. Like, you kind of want to kick them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like when you're threatening their family and they get defensive, you want to attack them. It's an instinct I can sympathize with or empathize with, but like, you know, at the same time, it's kind of like, fuck you. Fuck them geese. He would outdo me in the post. My man! My man! My man. All right, I'm out here with a, uh, a Denver Nuggets fan. His name is Gunner, and I've got some questions for Gunner, but first and foremost, I have to ask you, the black eye, man, what happened? Would you rather fight, and I know you're a fighter, would you rather fight one Jokic-sized Faku or three Faku-sized Jokic's? Uh, probably three Faku-sized Jokic's. Talk to me, why? Because Jokic isn't too fast, and if he's already pretty small, then I think I got a chance. 
Okay, like a little ableist towards short people, but good answer, good answer, I like it. All right, I'm standing here with Jake, who looks an awful lot like a mixed martial artist. Before I get into the question, Jake, I did meet a guy in this park earlier, his name was Gunner. He had a black eye. You had nothing to do with that, right? I had absolutely nothing to do with that. All right, all right, okay. We gotta make sure, because a lot of violence in this park today. Volleyball's a violent sport. It's very violent. You step in there and it's like a court. It's like the octagon, but it's called the square. That's right, wow, I did not know that. Um, okay, so I gotta ask you, it is a rectangle, you're right. It is a rectangle. Would you rather fight one Faku-sized Jokic or uh, three... What's the question? I always blow this. It's one Faku... It's one Jokic-sized Faku or th or three Faku-sized Jokic's. I got it. Okay. Would you rather fight one Faku-sized Jokic? I, I fucking blew it again, didn't I? Would you rather every food taste like hot dogs for the rest of your life, or every drink taste like pickle juice? Every drink tastes like pickle juice. Why? I'm into pickle juice. <laughs> into pickle juice. Would you say like like a normal amount or like a weird amount? You know, like a normal amount. I I enjoy some pickle shots and all that, but I rather things taste uh, salty than hot doggy. Hot dogs are kind of gross, aren't they? They are, especially watching the hot dog eating contests. This is my guy. I found my guy. Dude, that, that guy needs to go to jail. Joey Chestnut? Just strive for greatness, bro, honestly. Whether or not you're small, tall, big, wide, skinny, uh, the pole or the basketball, you can strive for greatness either way. We are witness. Thank you so much, Nature. Appreciate you, brother. Good luck, all right? Have a good one. Thank you, thank you. I um, did not ask for permission to film that child, so I'm sorry, Spano, if the entire empire comes <laughs> wow. crumbling. I did. I'm kidding. Um, wow, just incredible uh, artistic choices made throughout that interview. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Don't think nature has a great shot, man. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe. I asked him if he thinks he's better than Jokic. I just and it was a it was a three minute answer. Wow. What did it? What was this? Was it well, it yes wasn't no? just no, and that was the part that I. It wasn't. Was it yes? Uh, not quite. Okay. It was somewhere know. in between no and yes. As you as you saw, we talked to nature for quite some time. Wow. Yeah. Good man. sport though. Shout out to all my friends who helped me out. Washburn. I wonder who is the 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 person that told him there's a tryout to make the Nuggets team. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I also like how I didn't even bother confirming that. We're just gonna run with it. That's that's good journalism. I did, I did. I um I, I know. In hindsight you are more tan. Thanks. Than you were. <laughs> <laughs> We've come full circle. Um yeah, so anyway, I was just excited to show everyone my uh, upper half. And I'm sorry for the uh blinding alabaster nature of that last shot there. It was hey, that was incredible. It's one of my favorite uh, favorite bits we've ever done. <laughs> I'm already thinking are. about next week. Oh man, man I'm excited. I love it. All right, let's hit our first break. On the other side, guys, Zaire Williams, very interesting, pro tantalizing prospect. Eric might say, I, I yeah, I might. You might say that. <laughs> um, would you say it like two or three times in a row? Because I forgot to Just log say, in you, and look up the traffic. Say it over <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have some ads we have to we have to search for here. Uh, some things never change. Hey, have you guys ever heard of Breckenridge Brewery? I have. It's official the beer partner. Official beer of DNVR. They also have regular seltzers. We sell those at the bar. Uh, hey, you, look, you guys know we love Breck Brew and seltzer. You also know because we've told you all summer long the tragic fires in Colorado are absolutely devastating for so many. That's why Breck is donating one percent of all profits this summer to the National Parks Con Conservation Association. Association. That's right. All you got to do is buy some booze and you do some good. That's an easy, uh, easy move there. We're going to be hosting some fun events at the DNVR bar to promote this co uh, this collaboration. You can also enter to win a $30,000 escape pod trailer uh, if you go to... Uh, if, oh, that's messed up. So we'll get back. If you go to breckbrew.com slash ingoodco, that's breckbrew.com slash ingoodco, CO like Colorado. Don't forget, farmhouse is still open. Uh, if you're more comfortable at home, you can order curbside pickup from 12 to 8 p.m. Order delicious food and booze. Use code DNVR to save $5 on your order. Call 303-803-1380 from 12 to 8 p.m. Friends, that's the deal with Breck Brew. Uh, I wore my Manscaped shirt. Ooh. To the dog park yesterday. What? I didn't um, know you were that classy. Wow. I'm that much of a company man, and uh, someone recognized me, and they said I wasn't sure it was you. And then I saw a giant shirt that says "Your balls will thank you," <laughs> and, I, and I thought to myself, "What kind of asshole would wear that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the park. Uh, but hey, you know who who 
who doesn't, who's not an asshole, anyone who uses Manscaped and uses code DNVR, uh, you get free shipping and $20 off. Check out that Lawnmower 4.0. It's the best way to scape your man, yourself. Don't forget about men's grooming, fellas. It's important and it's really easy with Manscaped. Great work, my man. Great my work. man. It's funny, the Manscaped shirt is my second favorite shirt of yours, followed very closely by no shirt. Thank you. That guy, I, he was sure, I didn't tell him, I just took my shirt off for no reason. It was so awkward. He was a good sport, though. That's fantastic. Some great characters at Wash Park. That might be our new go-to for uh, for the fan vote. Yeah, all we're missing is some Nuggets fans. We're getting there. We're, we're are getting, getting there closer. Slowly, we're getting surely. closer. Warriors and Jazz. All right, so... Zaire Williams, really interesting prospect here. Um, I know, Eric, you got a chance to take a look at him here. Let me give you the rundown by him. First thing you need to know, he was a consensus five-star recruit. You know, you've got the, like, rivals. you got the, the different ones, ESPN. He was a consensus five-star recruit coming out of high school. He was another player that sort of had a disappointing freshman season in college, you know, underperformed, and he fell from where he was projected to go. The number one small forward in the country is a high school prospect. Um, he went to Sierra Canyon, by the way, played alongside Bronny James oh boy. And, and Zaire Wade. So he was the second Zaire on the team. Two yeah, Zaire's I'm sure you loved that. Um, but at Stanford, so he goes to Stanford. First of all, the interesting thing, he went to Stanford, an interesting try. I'm always curious about the schools these guys pick. You know, we talk about that, but he went to Stanford. He had a triple-double. In January this season, 12 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. You don't see triple doubles very often at the college level, especially from freshmen. So, um, you know, when we talk about being, you know, maybe he was a little disappointing or his draft stock fell or whatever. Still, he showed the flashes of being this very unique talent. And um, you can actually, it's funny that you had the thing up now because I, or before, because I think now is like the great time to bring it up. There we go. So the three pros, I think the three biggest pros you look at him playmaking length. He's six foot eight, 185. This is the first thing you should know about him. Six foot eight, 185, 611 wingspan. It is hard to find any players that have those measurables. For yeah. example, Will Barton is an inch shorter and came in at 185. Corey Brewer is about that height. So he actually, I think the best body you could compare him to is Corey Brewer. He's basically Corey Brewer sized person. Um, but 185 is really skinny. Yes. Mm. Really skinny. I love that his cons are shooting, finishing, and strength, which is basically basketball. Yeah, it's always tough. When it's <laughs> well, it's honestly all strength related things, I think. Like, okay, you know, like, so that's what's kind of. <laughs> I know I was thinking the same. Cons. Not very good. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, Gob, not, not to like sort of. I'm a big fan. I'm really intrigued by him because I think he is an extremely high upside prospect. We talk about we're picking 26. There's only so far that we've done maybe two players that I've looked at so far and thought, oh, that has like all-star potential or, or maybe not all-star, but close to all-star potential. Most of the guys have a ceiling mm. on them that's like maybe he's a starter, maybe this or that. I think that Zaire Williams is one of the guys that I would put on and say, well, it's unlikely he has the he has the ability to maybe be an all-star caliber player because he's a really dynamic part of this is his body, six eight, six eleven wingspan. But he's got really great footwork. Very first of all, very fluid athlete. For a guy six foot eight, I think there's a chance he could be like a combo guard forward. So it could be a little bit he could maybe play some two, um, or even play primarily two with a little bit of three. Um, but at six foot eight, if he was a two, that's there's not I mean, how many other guys like that are, sure. are there in the yeah. NBA? Not very many. Um, so extremely fluid. You see he has a lot of one-dribble pull-up moves, and the footwork on them is fantastic. Mm. So I don't know if I would say he is a good uh, foot. This is the second day in a row, by the way. Brandon Spano has called me during our show. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> He's at that level of CEO now where it's like they had no idea beneath his pay grade. Yep, 100%. <laughs> um, he's like, what show? <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, but you see a lot of these one-dribble, two-dribble moves, and it's just really great footwork. It's funny. I remember – Watching Jason Tatum in high school this is going to be funny because I'm comping him now to Jason Tatum. But it stood out to me how technically sound he was with his footwork. Like he wasn't quite as effective yet. But I always thought there are really are two types of people when you talk about development. Guys that like work on moves and the moves look like textbook. And then there's guys that work on moves and it looks like weird and just like whatever reason. And he's one. Of, I think he's the, the first type where he sometimes you'll see some of the footwork and moves on here. And you're like, oh, yeah, that was a move he worked on a lot. And he's just perfected the movements of it. Um, so I think that's really promising, that fluid athlete. And kind of like um, capable of some, I guess, unorthodox sort of moves, right? With the footwork and the changing of pace. And So he almost reminds me of Will Barton in some way. I and mean, part of this is the body. And maybe this is just, it's funny. People always would talk about LeBron James didn't look like Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant, everything looked perfect. But I think part of this is like, 
LeBron's big and big people yeah. just look awkward. And I wonder if skinny people look a little <laughs> unique too because a lot of his moves are very Will Barton-esque where they're just like wiry and long, you know, long-limbed. Um, but he has great balance on his pull-up jumpers too. Sometimes you see when guys get moving, like they're always falling or weak or this or that. Like you'll see a lot of these moves where he, I mean, you look at that perfect, shoots in a phone booth very up and down. Um, you see him here, he'll go into a little sidestep. They're just very balanced. You can you see how his feet land at the same time and everything. So I think there's like a really good, I, I say all this to say, I think there's a really good foundation in there that some guys you look at and say, I don't think they'll ever be shooters. Some guys have a, a prayer or have a chance. I think he has a chance. I'm interested, uh, you know, Rayvon, he always brings up DeRozan. He's one of his favorite players. And I'm curious if there's any sort of, do you see that at all as a guy who through his footwork and size can, you know, maybe DeRozan's a technically level. sound player. So there, I, I get the comp there because, yeah, you're talking, and, and right now he is a lot of mid-range, like, because we'll talk about this in a second, but he's afraid to go to the rim. <laughs> he's, uh, he doesn't okay. finish well. He's afraid. So a lot of it is if he's not shooting a catch and shoot three, the moves get him to the foul line and then a pull-up jumper. Um, but the thing that makes me excited about him is that I think he's a very good playmaker from what I've seen, like a really good passer. Um, so he's got the fluid movements. He's got the length and measurables that I like, although he's a little skinny. But you know what? It, a lot of guys in the NBA are skinny and it sure, works. Tayshaun yeah. Prince, what a, you know, Kevin Durant, Will Barton, yeah, Corey Brewer. Also, I mean, there's plenty of time to put weight on. I mean, he looks like a guy that putting weight on is going to get him to 205. Right. So he's going to be a skinny guy, I think, all the time. But, right. um, but he's so long that I think it, that it works. But what I really like is his passing and playmaking. I mean, you see some of these passes. They're not basic. They're, they're pretty – I'm not going to say like a special passer, but I think a very competent one. Can he be a Will Barton-esque playmaker? I think so. Or even like eight. Aaron Gordon esque, right? In terms of like tertiary I think better. stuff. I think yeah, better. Better. I think a little bit better as a playmaker. Um, so, or at least that's that's some of the upside. So that's obviously encouraging in terms of fit with any team, you know, especially Denver. But how? What about a lot of these highlights are like him creating for himself. Yep. Does he have a nose for cutting and, and that sort of thing and, and being a, mm. a, a non-high usage finisher, if that makes sense? I really can't. I don't know no about usage. the high usage part because I don't know that he was necessarily <laughs> yeah. a high usage guy. There was some shot selection stuff, but he's a freshman, and it wasn't it wasn't like some of the other guys we've talked about sure. where it's like, man, this is a gunner. I don't think he's a gunner, um, but I do think he's probably a little bit more used to, you know, I, I haven't seen a, a lot of, like, great cutting or off-ball stuff from him. That being said, I do think he's a smart player, and so – Cutting and that kind of stuff, like, is a thing I think can be learned. Can and learn. also, He's a Stanford man, a Stanford man, and also Jokic. I've talked about this so much. Length is so big. Like, Jokic loves throwing to tall sure. receivers, and if he was a two, like that, that's a really tall receiver. Yeah, you know, I think he would be the beneficiary of a sure. lot of that backdoor cutting because if he's being guarded by Gary Harris, who's six four, like he just has so much wiggle room there. Um, so I think as a playmaker is what really makes me excited, and it raises one of the questions. Matt Moore actually brought this up, or me and Matt Moore discussed it on Lockdown Nuggets last night. But if we assume a starting four of Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter, Jokic, and Jamal Murray, would your shooting guard is the open spot? Let's assume it's a good defender, no matter what. Would you rather have? A good defender who's also a great three-point shooter or a good defender who's also a good playmaker? For me, uh, we talked about this a little bit. For me, it's, it's always the shooting when it comes to flanking people next to Nikola Jokic. Like, Nikola Jokic is, is obviously special when it comes to finding people that are wide open. And, and I just watched the Denver Nuggets get vanquished by not being able to make any outside shots. Um, it just seems like... That and that's sort of the archetype we've always talked about. Is just like, just can you just put Nikola Jokic in the middle of the court as the center of the wheel and just put spokes out of just five guys or four other guys that can just knock it down? And then is that guardable? Is that defendable? Yeah, I mean, you're. Not, I don't think I don't know that you're wrong. Denver also lost, I think, in part by an inability to get these like mid-range jumpers off of pick and roll in particular. I mean, you see how he has a that's a pretty good like handle and tight mm -hmm. space there for a guy his height. Yeah, he's definitely interesting. This. Guy. I mean, he's taller than. You know, like Aaron Gordon, and then like you see these passes that he's sure. very good at making in tight spaces and I mean, on the pick and roll. So. Yeah, like the the resume and the the, Athl the very athletic. You yeah, know? like and, and obviously it's funny. Like we were talking earlier, it's funny when you watch a highlight package. You're like, what can't this guy yeah, do? He's yeah, of course. shooting 100. percent Yeah, look at him. Look at these threes <laughs> off of the dribble. Wow, is he stuck? <laughs> right, Hold but, on. These, but yeah. uh, you know, then I I watched a few other videos that sort of went through um, some of the lowlights, and it, it although it did explain 
you know, all things being, you sort of have to take everything into consideration. So he um, shot 29% from three, but it was like 26 attempts or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, like, and, and also the, just the particulars of the, the actual season that he just went through right. where, where Stanford was really put in a weird position because of, uh, the state of California not allowing them to really play. So right. they were on the road the whole time, and it was just like a very disjointed situation. So this guy definitely seems like, you know, he's got the intangibles, and he's got the, like, he just looks the part. And um, These shots, though, to me, they just look balanced. They look good. They look fluid. Like, sometimes, and sometimes, look, I remember, was it West Pier, uh, Wesley Johnson had the most beautiful jumper, never put in. Like, it was the most yeah, beautiful thing. Totally. And then you got guys with an ugly one. But, like, his jumper to me looks pretty good. I, I'm not, maybe I'm just being optimistic because I like the guy's skill yeah, set. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I'm less worried about his jumper than I am some certain other guys because it just looks like something that could be grown upon. And by the way, as a high school recruit, he was a shooter. So there's also, it's like Zeke Naji. <laughs> right. Well, Last was, year, Zeke Naji didn't shoot well, and everyone's like, I'm not sure if he can hit the three. Clearly he can. And the great uh, Ryan Blackbird pointed out in his breakdown of him on stiffs that there are a bunch of guys in recent memory who were considered scores in high school, did not shoot well in college, and then since then have been drafted and look fine. Right. I think shooting is something that if a guy has, you know, encouraging sort of traits, you feel comfortable can develop. Yeah. Having a mind for playmaking, not everyone develops that over time. Yeah. I do think it's the harder skill to teach. So I wonder if there's more value there just from that standpoint of he's young yeah. and you can add to his game. Yeah, playmaking seems like something that's just you've got it or you don't. It's like court vision. You can't – that's a, a superpower, some would say. No, a superpower. <laughs> wow. Court vision is going to come – he's just going to make himself Jokic. <laughs> yeah. Octopus arms, great vision, charismatic. And, uh, the, horses, and top horse human. Whispering. <laughs> um So if we get to some of the negatives – so there we go. I think if you look at him, he can be a playmate. I mean, he almost – in some ways, I do think there's hope that he could become a six foot eight Will Barton, which is kind of interesting. Like, can he? Will Barton shot also kind of gross looking coming into the league. He reworked it, and now he's a pretty reliable 39, 40% three point shooter. Still he's got that playmaking. Will Barton, I think, is just a little bit plays a lot tougher. Even back then, he played a lot tougher. You could tell he was a, you know, a uh, Baltimore guy, as I learned. You know, from talking to Tim Conley and all these guys, that there's a Baltimore style, and a lot of it comes from playing in these tight, tiny gyms right. where it's like the only way you can score is to go to the rim. So like right. every player just attacks the. And basket. you're just like, what? You're just full of old base spices all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, full of old base spices. <laughs> no, but um, so I, I, so I don't know that he's gonna have that same like tenacious attacking as Will Barton, but he's also an inch taller, with a meaning you know that's quite a bit, and um, very mobile defensively. He's very skinny, and I think that he is pretty good at getting over and through screens. He's actually extremely fluid laterally. So while I don't know that he's going to be like a lockdown defender, he is a six eight, very mobile. I think he's like Will Barton defensively. If Will Barton was six foot eight, and just think about that, like he's going to be taller and longer than almost everybody he guards. Sure. Should he be a two? And then obviously that's where like you'd like to say versatility is there in theory, but obviously that's where the strength and conditioning will come into play. Right. Because if you have, I think to get the most out of a guy like that, you want to be able to say he's at least guarding two through four comfortably at least. Right. And the fours might be a stretch, you know, so. He's just very mobile, very fluid yeah. athlete for that height. You don't see that too often. Um, I think I read somewhere that his dad is like a, uh, I can't remember if he was a drill sergeant or just in the military or, mom or something like that. And I know it's prime for Michael Malone. It's tutelage. I think maybe it was his mom, actually. That was, And I always wonder, like, I, well, I, I, look, everybody's different. There's no thing that's like, oh, that means he is this, but. <laughs> You know, sometimes like the military family background does lead to like, okay, you're you're ready for Michael Malone to yell at you, and <laughs> you're, ready, you're ready for like, hey, you're here to work. Like, he is it, to me, he is probably more of a project player, where it's like you're going to come in and be in the G League for one year, and then hopefully next year you can start to contribute. Right. Um, Another concern. I mean, twenty six would be on like the low end of his range, right? I mean, he's a guy who could go earlier than that. I think he's in the 20s, though. So, I, yes, but I think it is more like 24 to 30 is where I keep seeing him. So um, maybe he does go a little bit higher. I think he uh, – good defensive awareness ro seems to rotate really well as well. There's a fresh – he's a freshman, so there were some times, you know, some of the clips I saw, like, okay, he got lost a little bit here or there. But I think generally speaking for a freshman, he was pretty good at, at rotating hard and playing hard on defense. Um, so – Poor finisher at the rim. All of his weaknesses are actual weakness. He's really weak. And he's a poor finisher <laughs> at the rim, both as as 
as an actual finisher, but also as going to the rim. He just doesn't go to the rim very much. Yeah. Um, and the, I think he was, somebody said 14, I think I saw a thing that said he was 14 of 26 at the rim. Would you think 26 shots at the rim for a 6'8 guy? That is crazy. That's not as many, very many. That's as many three-pointers as you just said he shot. <laughs> right, exactly. So, And not a great three-point shooter, but he does <laughs> love the the, the pull-up long, too. Loves that pull-up, so which that, is making a, a re-emergence. Thank you. Uh, Shout-out Kawhi. Shout-out uh, Chris Paul. Hey, man. Talking about some good players. Um, and so he does avoid contact. I'm much more concerned. I think for him to be the player I hope he could be, one, he has to be able to play the two at least a little bit, and I'm yeah. not sure. We'll have to see. Uh, I think most people talk about him like a small forward. Maybe he could be some kind of combo there. Maybe Denver's pos- positionless style lends itself to be able to do this. Um, but he has to either become a better finisher at the rim or a better shooter. If he becomes both, he's an all like he can be a star caliber player, maybe shy of all-star, but a very, very, very mm. good player. Um, but if he gets one of those two, I think he's good. I would bet more on the shot part. So playmaking, shooter, but not a finisher. Where does he fall for you, roughly, in terms of guys we've talked about so far? Right up there. Grimes is right up there, and I, I think know, and I think Zyre is right up there for me in those two guys. Grimes, the thing about Grimes is I think he is more of a sure thing than most of the guys we talked about. And I he's know, a sure dude. thing as in, like, I think he plays. I think he's a rotation piece very quickly. Maybe, maybe the first year, but certainly second year. But I don't think he's a star. I, I don't. I don't even know if he's a starter. Zaire's like might not has the might suck, but he has the potential that he could yeah. actually be. You get him for like six years, and he completes your five man roster in a way that's awesome. I know, man. I, I I I'm I'm definitely like living that grime life. It's all about grime and punishment <laughs> over here. Grime. I I, uh, I don't know. Any other ones you want to go to? It's all about grimes uh, and misdemeanors. Maybe it's all about grimes uh, and misdemeanors. A true grime story. It's all about a true grime story. <laughs> I just I don't know something about him and uh, the his poise on the one minute of film that I watched just really right. captured my heart. Um, but I mean, this guy is interesting. You know, we t- as we talk it through. You know, I could you could certainly see the potential. I mean, you can see things that um, look like what uh, what successful NBA players do. Um, it's just obviously when you you try and uh, I mean, when you look at the the weaknesses being again shooting, strength, and finishing, yeah. <laughs> it gives you a little bit of pause on right. this on this particular gent. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, but I you know I I would I certainly would not be upset if we got a project of this caliber. Somebody comes Especially in with, with a G League team. Now, told, right? the, I was just going to say like the, the concept of of developing players now is like so much more in play than it ever has been before yeah. for the Nuggets. I think he is more likely to be I, I think the another thing for him is he's more likely to be a small forward. And here's the thing, man. Like right now Michael Porter and, and Aaron Gordon penciled in for that three four spot. And I think probably for you know obviously for next year, but is Gordon a part of the long term plans? Don't know. Right. Zeke Naji, I think there's a world in which Zeke Naji and Porter become the three four combo in some capacity. Definitely. And then you're talking about if your foursome is Murray Jokic uh, Zeke Naji, who turns out to be the best version of himself, and Michael Porter, that's four great shooters. Can you afford to have one less? Then I don't know if, like, again, I don't think he's a shooting guard. I think he's more of a small forward. So, there, you know, there's that whole thing. But I, for a long time, you know what he is? A long boy. Yes, for a long is. time, I've thought, like, okay, if you get mobile, because he is very mobile, if you get mobile length, maybe you can make that work. Um, and you he, know where it, he's not really a two, but can you get away with that? Because he's just so long, and you switch everything. And the other, I mean, in, he is a long boy emphasis on boy. Like he's he's he a, a boy. He's young. You know, like there's a lot of time to develop. There's a lot of time to uh, you know figure some things out. Like we've seen so many people. I mean, when we were talking about it this early on uh, before the show, it's like R.J. Hampton was not. We had a lot of like clear deficiencies. Like he didn't play well. Yeah. And, and you want me to ruin him for you? You know who yeah. he? Another like physical comp he has. <laughs> Okay. Kaden Bates Diop. <laughs> Very similar to Kaden Well, Bates. I don't know, I dude. Doing he's dude. a little skinnier. He's like I, skinnier sh- than Kaden. Kaden Bates Diop, yeah, by Bates the way, D- should have been good based Jeff on Darling. his physical profile. He's like 6'9 with but, like a 7'3 wingspan. Yeah, but that, that was like if you didn't watch him move. The second I saw, I watched Kaden Bates Diop move, I was like, oh, this is a disaster. He had that Trey Young's like, he Trey, like, Trey, or he Trey like, Lyles. He like, had like sound of a pigeon foot thing. Like everything was just like awkward and glommy and like it just was not. He had the Peter Cornelly intensity to him where you're kind of like, do you, do you like <laughs> Do you know why we're here? <laughs> <laughs> you want to do it? So I don't know. But he is a long boy. It's true. It's true. Um, I, I, there's quite a few long boys out there though. That some They don't always pay. He out. might be the longest. I don't know if he, you know, so raw, you know, and it's so, is it, 
maybe the guy you want to trade up for. Like, probably right. not. I don't think you trade up. But I don't if think he, Denver can trade up. Yeah, they don't also don't really have the middling assets for that. But should he still be around at 26? You look at it and you go, talent value this late in the first. You're that much more willing to, to take a raw guy. Yeah, this know? does this does feel like like much more of a flyer. But with the, the idea being that, um, you know, that risk reward, like this could really pan, like, like you're saying, I mean, uh, if your eyes are seeing somebody that could potentially be an all-star, like, you know, there's certain skills I just like and, and appreciate and like an ability passing is obviously way high on that, that list for me. And he had a, a, some passing chops that I think like, okay, could he be a secondary ball handler? I think he could. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, positionally is the tough part. Cause I think right. he's probably much more of a small forward. I don't think he's a power forward. There's this, I don't no. see that happening. He's too little. I think you have to possess power. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a good well, point. Strength being one of, again one of his weaknesses. <laughs> strength being one of the weaknesses. His shot doesn't scare me though. Um, I am interested. I he has a lot more upside than a lot of the guys we're going to see. I'll tell you another anecdotally. One of the things I keep seeing as I researching these guys, and we're about maybe a third the way through the prospects that we'll scout for the Nuggets. You know, I mean, we'll, what have we done? Like nine or ten? We'll probably end up scouting about thirty guys that are fall anywhere. You know, 15 above and 15 below, basically at 26 spot. One of the things I keep seeing is disappointing freshman year. And you think about how many guys, how crazy this year was. That's what I'm saying. Like that, especially to play in California, right? Yeah, that's good. You're not allowed to play California high school too. Yeah, they they weren't allowed to play in their arena. They had to play on on the road almost the entire season, if not the entire season. So. That's difficult. Yeah. So I just wonder, I keep seeing that with so many of these players where it's like, he was supposed to be better, had a disappointing, but the potential's still there. And hey, man, maybe that's a sign of the times as much as anything. I don't know. Any other final thoughts on Zaire? Where's he for you guys? I get the sense you don't like him. I like him okay. I just, um, I mean, I do, I do like him. I just, it, like, I, 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 you know, I'm just scared by that, the idea that a guy can't shoot. And I'm scared by the idea that, you know, that could come that couldn't come i i'm not off of him at all like i i obviously i've i've watched jump shots develop in the nba i've watched players get better in the in the areas that he's deficient um i think i just am so in love with some of the other guys that we've seen that it's that i'm uh, my heart is closed yeah no vacancy <laughs> i like it man i mean look there's there's a whole first layer here which is sort of a draft philosophy thing at this point right and where denver's at in terms of adding playable guys, but upside in Denver, like that's been a good combination. You know, Malone's getting a lot out of talented players, um, and and the Nuggets have drafted well, so I like it. All right, well, let's uh, take a break here. On the other side, as we do every Wednesday, we snake draft. <laughs> this is going to be our hardest, most difficult one to snake draft. Superpowers, superpowers, which again, again we. We talked about this like superpowers are made up so really that's right it's that we're not drafting from a pool of things that are real <laughs> i got off a red eye this morning and <laughs> welcome back Here the we power to control volcanoes <laughs> uh, one of the top superpowers in the world is being super uh drunk at illegal peach they've lost oh. party margs during the pandemic 32 ounces of their house margarita <laughs> For anyone doing math, dude, at home. I'm like the, I'm like the full Avengers when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's four times the size of a normal margarita. So uh, quick math, that's four times as a drink. Nice. They have happy hour at all locations from 3 to 6 p.m. every day. One dollar off all drafts. One dollar off house margs uh, and coin style margs. Don't know what that is, but it's one dollar off coin style margs. Uh, and then yeah, the 20 buck mar- uh, party margs. One dollar off large chips and queso. The queso is always like a big draw. If you're going to Legal Pete's, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy that. Uh, and obviously by now you should know about that sound check promotion. If you are going to a Denver sporting event, uh, bring your ticket to an illegal pizza that same day. You will get a uh, free draft beer or house marg with the purchase of an adult entree. Illegal pizza, check them out. Home of the stir. Baby. Home of the stir, baby. Home of the stir. Uh, as you guys know, if you were to Google, but you don't have to stir. The top, <laughs> but you don't have to. You don't want to. If you were to Google the top-rated sportsbook app. I bet it says draft. In games. America, it says draft. Games. What? I'm just telling you the facts. This is the first time hearing of it. Well, listen. Speaking of America, our top athletes are all over Tokyo competing for the gold. And uh, I saw the crewing the crew team fly over there, and they got announced on the same plane I was at my flight to Hawaii. What? And uh, everyone got like really excited. Olympic athletes. You heard murmurs. Is that the swim team? Is that the swim team? They announced it's the crew team. The murmurs immediately died. <laughs> <out>. Just like, <laughs> all right. 
funny. Not quite as exciting. But uh, yeah, 101 <laughs> odds right now. If you place a, any pre-event wager of $1 uh, to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. Um, spoiler alert. I don't like it. We win medals typically at these things. 101 oh, odds. Hate us because uh, they ain't offer, us, right? This doesn't come around <laughs> often. <laughs> doesn't come around often unless you're subscribed to DraftKings Sportsbook. Then it comes around all the time. All and the time. we call them no-brainers because you have to lack a brain to pass these up. Must be 20 or older. Colorado only. New customers right. only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-47. Guys, there's an odds boost here. I'm just going to inform you. What? Giannis to score 40, 40 points. or more. Are you taking it? That was last night. I don't know. I, uh, woo, he's done it two games in a row. Um, it seems like he'll do it again. What's the, what's the, what's the juice? How come I, it says plus 350, but I can't, when I click plus on it, Plus 350, it I'm up. absolutely taking it. Are you guys familiar, were you aware of the absolute bank heist odds boost that we all got in on? What was it? It was for the all-star game. It was for the home run derby. There was what we, we all assume now was a clerical error early in the day. Because <laughs> they paid so much It money. was. <laughs> so the line for total number of home runs to be hit was set at 265 and a half. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take that over. And then Andre came in. He was like, there's an odds boost. And that and that juice for hitting over 265 total was at minus 113. But there was an odds boost for the home run derby to produce 240 home runs, which is <laughs> 25 home runs less. And the juice was plus 420. Yeah, that's wild. And so that is a clerical error. There's no and way. they took it down later that day. And we all bet on it. We made an unbelievable amount of money. And now we're just like. <laughs> It, I, I, I think Man, honestly, Lil, I don't so know. Jelly. I'm going to have you help me get this Giannis one because I'm trying to get hey, it. I can't figure don't out. like talk DraftKings out of taking money out of our people's pockets. Yeah, dude. Tell me, these odds boosts are great, man. They're really, well, I'm saying the like, odds boosts over the last month have been fantastic, and I'm going to keep riding this way. Yo, you got to get a DraftKings. I'm back up and, another thousand. And you got to pay attention. Watch our bet show every day. They give out literal winners every day, and uh, sometimes. It's it's possibly illegal. I don't know if I have to. <laughs> I don't know if I have to, if I have to report myself to the FBI or something. I may do it just to be safe. Uh, and we're back talking about Strava Craft Coffee. Strava Craft Coffee. Wow, man, you've been on vacation. I know. Holy smokes! Uh, you can get twenty five percent off your first purchase when you use code DNVR twenty five. You can also get twenty percent off every single purchase after that if you use that code when you sign up for their subscription service, which is every two, four, six, or eight weeks. Just the even. Just the even. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, you forgot your life, Brandon. So I was like, not seven, but then again, not five or three either. So <laughs> changed my life when you pointed that out. Uh, yeah, make sure you do this, the CBD infused coffee. Uh, it's a great way to get your coffee without getting the edge. Too much caffeine gives you. Take the edge off that anxiety as well. That IBS, if you're like me, and now you all know, purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR25 at Strava Craft Coffee. All right, back here for the final segment on Hump Day. My favorite segment we do, <laughs> snake drafting, baby. We're Can snake I make my first pick? superpowers. The, the ability to fast forward through time. <laughs> uh, Kale, I, am I pick number one? Oh, yes, you are. Uh, I w this is my first pick number one, and I wish it came on any other one so except just, for this one. Adam, so just so you know. Uh, is that why <laughs> You just so you know, Adam, the number one pick wins these ninety-eight percent of the time. I'm telling you, these. But here's the thing that's different about me and everybody else on Earth. Oh boy, I'm completely honest, man. Wow, I'm completely honest. Uh, my picks are not to win over the crowd. <laughs> See, remember, he doesn't think Jurassic Park's good. Third pick. No, no, no I, Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies. Don't say that. Film oh. franchises. Well, I didn't like any of the other ones, I'm but I do. Saying. But I really love Jurassic all Park. Right, right, that's what right, I'm trying to say. Um, so your, your honesty is no. You're honest but misguided. For sure. I'll take that. <laughs> to me, that's that's not an insult. Um, man, my first one is like, it, it's not the best superpower. Just be honest. It, but it is my favorite superpower. Flying. I love uh, it. Every, every person in there said, don't say flight, don't say flight, <laughs> don't really say flight. I'm taking yeah. flying. <laughs> Did <Yeah>. they really? <laughs> 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 this is iconic. Oh, to hey, at least you were honest. Flying is overrated. How is flying flying 
None of us can even do it. I wouldn't even. I'm not. People assume I'm trying to take over the world. I'm not. I'm just trying to have a good time. I know that's everyone's going to assume these are like fighting powers. Yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to just have a great one, man. Flight number one, flying. I can't believe people are against that one. Oh, that kills me. Uh, well, then I'll just take being tall. Can I take yeah. um, <laughs> height, 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 and flight? <laughs> I will take. I can't believe flying is not. Uh, Kale, I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to you as a judge here. Time manipulation, time oh. travel, time stopping. Can I fold those into one? What? It, no. What is it? Time yeah, travel. You just pick one. We got. We got. Yeah, time travel works. I am. Go- we should clarify. This is through just time. Well, I think space-time is, inter- is interwoven. So. It's a continuum. Yeah. Wow. All right. With the third pick <laughs> in the draft that I'm least excited for, I am going to take... So Adam has taken flying. I'm going to take teleportation. It's the same as flying, although it, you're ver- you're just walking yeah, to but where you get... To the, mine's way more fun. fun. Wee! <laughs> 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 we never specify, like, you're topped out at 25 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. It's like a lime scooter. You're like, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a, a slow crawl slow. through the air. Um, so you butterfly know, speed, really. You know that you know they always use these to sort of discover your personality type. Would you rather fly or be invisible? I would like to be invisible. <laughs> no one bother me. Do you guys remember the Kevin Bacon movie where he's invisible? Hollow yeah, Man. Hollow Man. Hollow Man. And he uses it just to go around seeing women naked. That's exactly. I would not do that at all. You know what? I, I would just be uh, not bothered. That's what I'm like, Un, unbothered. Like people would walk into a room and they'd be like, "Where's Eric?" And I would just be sitting there, like, just walk out. Just now. Walk out, just here's walk the thing out. I wonder about invisibility: is like, do you show up on like infrared? <laughs> uh, no, I'm oh, I'm invisible, Holmes. <laughs> All right, that's <laughs> true. I, what do you wait, think about? Are you that, basing though, the entire thing on Kevin Bacon's Hollow Man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it was. I just you kept waiting. You kept waiting for like a real like conflict, and it's like no, it just keeps like molesting people. It's really like kind of creepy. Well, that's why it's sort of like a psychological tell. But I just really just don't want to be bothered. Uh, what do you think, Kel? Is it fair that he also doesn't show up on infrared or like radar? I mean, like traditionally, when someone's invisible, that's like kind of how it works. All right, I'm with I'm with the guys on this one. All right, full invisibility. That's a good one. I'm not gonna lie. It's right, invisible, right. but you can see his clothes. <laughs> well, the, the, in the movie Hollow Man, yeah, we and I saw it in. I know we're gonna. This Hollow Man's gonna come up at least fifteen more times. Um, we I saw it when we were in high school, and we kept the joke afterwards was like, "Wow, we saw digitally enhanced Kevin's bacon over and over." <laughs> you saw you saw what was clearly a penis that was. Uh, revealed by water, revealed by <laughs> uh, fire extinguisher, <laughs> male form corner. I will, I will. In addition to being a time traveler, I would also like to be telepathic. Kill. Oh, that's a really good one. Wait, telepathic. What is that exactly? Oh, that's right. Through your mind, thoughts. But kind of. Wait, you can't read them. You could only communicate to them, right? Um, it's been pretty vaguely defined. I think this one is more you can send messages through your brain. So can you can I manipulate like, minds? What do you think? No, that's too I much, man. I'm just curious. Power, yeah. Like yeah, you're not. Con- you're not. Yeah, you're not controlling. You're just. You're putting your thoughts into other people's brains. Just gonna put yeah, little like Easter eggs in there. Yeah. Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow, way cooler than flying. <laughs> <laughs> You can get people. You have the power to get people to want Taco Bell. Yeah, you're like you're like Taco Bell. I'll be right back in ten minutes. Why I fly there? Me, right at Taco Bell. Right at Taco Bell. (laughs) Man, this next one is really tough. We're starting to run out of the cool ones. Um, I'm gonna go. He definitely is. I'm gonna go with seeing the future. Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna. Brendan would disappear, and then you would see where he's gone. Exactly. I'd, well, I even know he was about to disappear. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, I get another one here. You do. Holy smokes. Adam takes hammer. That's an inside <laughs> joke for, for the student. Hammer. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Um, can we just call it like... S- <sighs> no. I already, I already love this one. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, can we call? Is, can I call it like monkey? Where is it like in the Matrix where you learn real quickly? 
You could learn anything instantly. Well, that, that was like like you like uploading because that a superpower? That was yeah, a, no, that was computer based. Super, super learning, super intelligence, super intelligence. Oh, super intelligence, man! So so intelligent. Big brain, flying all over and seeing the future, unstoppable already. Super intelligence. I can't believe that's one. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with my. Um, uh, the letter of the day is T. For the kids at home, I will take telekinesis. Oh, tele -te I will take telephone. Dude, that one would be a really fun one. That one would be like almost as fun as flying. Just telekinesis, being able to Holmes. Where you move sh move things like yeah, with your mind. Them. He moves things with the mind. Basically, Brendan doesn't want to move. I would, I would actually just only go to Celtics games and make Tatum miss every. Oh, oh man, Nuggets would win every championship. Yeah. That'd be so fun. I like how I went to marring Tatum's career before I gave Denver. A title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, man, that would be a fun one if you think about it, though. Like just being able to manipulate your own team. Every shot Jokic put, he's the first player in history to shoot 100% like, from the field. Why is that fun? You're just like, he's going to make it. How do you know? I'm going to make him make it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think that'd be I think that'd be incredible fun. I think the fun part about sports is not knowing what's going to happen. Mm, well. Uh, wow. All right. Woo. Is it already me again? Is it already me again? Let us. Holy smokes. We've got Any of these things that are made up? Uh, wow. Uh, I... <laughs> Uh, I think I want to go. Um, I, I think I want really stretchy arms. <laughs> <laughs> stretchy, stretchy. I love this. So Is much. it just arms or like legs too? Just the arms. I only want my arms <laughs> stretchy. Arms. Just the arms. <laughs> That's like. I, I think you should leave sketch. That's like. <laughs> How much stretch are we talking about here? Uh, at least one and a half times. We're <laughs> <one and laughs> fighting off an alien invasion. Eric stays completely flat to the ground, but the uh, arms. Just <laughs> uh, wow. He would be wow. an incredible boxer, though, if you think about so it. So good. Teleporting. Dude. Slap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine are all basically based on just being able to get Taco Bell as easy as possible. You kind of just have the Fantastic Four. So I totally do. <laughs> I was being a rock guy. <laughs> uh, I guess you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go super strength. F it, I don't care. Super strength, wow. Well. Yeah, I don't really. It's just kind of boring. I don't really so have much use. Is for Hulk it. the super strength? Yeah. Yeah. All right, you're like the Hulk. With <laughs> stretchy arms. Stretch. Um, I will. Uh, <laughs> Stick with the the letter of the theme. Oh of the no! Day theme. Hold Go on, let me guess. Let me guess. Teletubby. No, oh, no. Teletubby. Um, I will be invulnerable, please. What's that mean? It means that you, I can't be hurt physically. Yeah, I can't, can't be, be destroyed. Physically. Even even with wait, it, no, it doesn't matter how strong or stretching my arms are. I couldn't. I, <laughs> you I could wrap those suckers like, around me. But what I'm days. saying is, like, can he break your arm? You just don't feel the pain, or he can't break your arm. Uh, I, what do you think, Kale? Cannot, right? I like feel in, like not being able to break a okay, person's so arm. In the comics, there's characters that have heal factors. And yeah. I don't want to get into that whole thing. So we're just going to say you're like, Unbreakable, invincible, yeah. one might say. Yeah, yeah. Well, that but seems I like unfair. Be... Like, all right, I'm immortal. Well, then you should yeah, take yeah. it at one, bro. Yeah, you, you should read. Don't read Superman. You'll be very bored. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but very I, bored. I also don't want to be immortal. Like that's what about, that like a, what about emotionally like, invulnerable? Are you also emotionally invulnerable? I mean, that's not even possible. <laughs> he's already a superhero. <laughs> no, he, no, yeah, no, he's not. Yeah, I'm still. I'm, sensitive. I'm a superhero. Uh, uh, alcoholic, dead inside. Is that inside? All right, this one was the one I knew I could wait till the fifth round oh, to take this one. Actually, I'll wait till the fifth round. I'll take a different one here. Um, I'm going to go with super speed. Nice. Oh, yeah. Very Hell fast. yeah, bro. Not only can I fly, but I'm super fast you're on like, the ground. Yeah, you're like, should I fly there? You're like, I can get there faster by running. There. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> take the scenic route or just get there directly. Um, and then my next one. Communication with the animals. Yeah. I've just dominated this one. Every animal now under my command. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You were just talking Every to them, animal. and now you're, now you're controlling them? Well, if you talk to... Animals can't talk. Like, if you could talk to a dog, it wouldn't say anything. Yeah, but you would just kind of understand its plight. And I'm saying, well, I want... Kale, what is the one where I can, like... That I have animals? dominion over the animals. Dominion. Control animals. Control, can control animals. Holy shit, this is even that's better. Like, it's pretty uh, sick, bro. Like, like, I can force sick a high... Dude, yeah. oh, you guys are all F. Landman. Landman. <laughs> Let's do it. I feel like I took the best one in the fifth round. This it's is so good, dude. So good. 
I um, wanted to take it second after flying, but I was like, it'll be, it'll still be there, and I was right. Adam, you might lose worse this week than you last week. What? That, no. There's no, no I'm, uh, I'm going to lose this draft. <laughs> Stretch Arms is like really, <laughs> really a tough one. I have a feeling that one would have been on the board a while. Stretch <laughs> uh, I, I would also, just for, this one's for fun now at the end. I'll be a shapeshifter. Oh, oh, I like that one. So you could become like a couch. That's and that's all I would do. That's my would <laughs> no. be my first transformation. Yeah, that's a good one. Can you wait? Hold on, because I feel like becoming an animal is a different one. So like you can't become an animal, just the things or shapes. I mean, I can, I can, I can feign looking like an animal. Okay, but you can only. You still have to like walk like a person on all fours. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know either. All right, shapeshifting. The last pick. Uh, can I just like be a car? What? That doesn't make sense. There's some. <laughs> hey, please, please, so you know, have, please leave that. Be a car. We have overtime coming up. You have to I pick know, five more. You have to pick five more for DNVR members only. It's going to go. All right. So this is our official ballot. We do have an unofficial second round that we're going to pick. It's going to be for DNVR subscribers. We're way over time. We're only five minutes over time. Um, so, guys, we're going to tweet this out here shortly. You can let us know who won. I might have won this one, you guys. I don't know, dude. I just got be a car in the fifth round. Be a car. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for hanging with us. We're going to be back again tomorrow to same time. Same bat time, same bat channel. Talk Drop about a little Marvel reference. Talk about a superpower, and that's DC. Let's go. Batman doesn't actually have a superpower, though, right? Nope, he's just rich. He's just very rich. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you. See you tomorrow. Now we brought you damn good beer. Now we're delivering you damn good beef from Hassel Cattle Company. D-Line Co.'s personal favorite company in the world, slightly ahead of DNVR. Hassel Cattle Company is the family cattle company out of Texas that is delivering beef straight to your door. What you do is you go online, you can check out their flank steak, their Colorado steaks, all the different cuts that they've got, hamburger meat, they've even got salsas, jerky, Denver steaks, sorry, thank you very much. They've got all the different types there. You just go on there, click what you want. They put it together in a little cooler and ship it straight to your door. And if you spend over $200, as Eric does every single week, basically, I mean, he's... $200 worth of, of, of steak every single week. He's a fancy man. Uh, you can have it delivered straight to your door for free. Uh, right now, you also have this deal where you can buy three flank steaks for $9.99 a piece, and you get the fourth one absolutely free when you use DNVR flank at checkout. Or you can use DNVR 10 to get 10% off your entire purchase. Great deals going on with the family-owned company, Hassel Cattle Company. Check them out. H-A-S-S-E-L-L -L, cattlecompany.com.